you, Spandu Ballet, as always. We have with us a very special guest tonight. Um, you know, he's no stranger to us, of course. We love him. He's our best friend, our brother, and he's our neighbor. Colton, Colton Oldenburg with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Right here from 50 feet across the yard. 50 feet. Nothing. No more, no less. <laughs> So, you know what? You actually uh, came into the podcast uh, uh, right after we shot the American Idol video. Made a little guest appearance. Yeah, yeah. You, you walked in on us. Came in real quick. It was a little a little blurb, but you know, a nice uh, precursor. That was the taste. That was the first it was. taste. It was the first taste. That was the first taste. For all our um, uh, listeners out there, Colton is just like the spitting image of Oh, careful just, now. No. No, oh. trust, trust me. This all right, is I'm waiting. Good. I'm waiting. Like, if you could just imagine like the most like... Just what you would think of when you think of like the word hunk. It's like Colton is textbook. I mean, you are just That's like what everyone you, says. You had you had the you had the style. You had the beard. Like you are a suave guy. You Rico are suave. Like honestly, Happy like chulo. Like, Colton, honestly, it's I, getting hot in here. No, no, no. no I, goodness, I, I'm being totally serious. I don't want to gas you up, but I will. But like you are just one of you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this man is a heartbreaker, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my so goodness. I just wanted to paint the picture. Uh, you know, obviously I'm fucking guy wears glasses and has a mustache. You know, so but this guy, <laughs> you know, right? Explain himself like that. Looks the, like he's seventies rock star. Yeah, my opinion. <laughs> you know, I actually I, I shaved my mustache a little too thin today. I was gonna say it's looking it's a little, little thin, extra quaff mustache. I did. <clears throat> I had to thin it out. Sometimes it kind of you know brings you a little energy. You know, keeping it fresh, cutting it cutting it close. You know, I'm in the same position, well, actually the opposite yeah. position, where I have been utterly lazy in the past, like, week, where I've been, like, been knowing I need to shave my face, especially the mustache, but I just mm -hmm. haven't. And so, I actually had that conversation today, where I was like, yeah. it's time, the forest, Sometimes, it's touching my lip. Sometimes you gotta to go. thin it out, and it feels you good. Do. It does. You, know? you can feel the breeze in there. Actually, uh, I need to do that with, uh, you know, the, the sideburns, because my sideburns get way out of control, and, you know, I don't have the razor to do it. So it's a bitch. I have like a fucking hairbrush and an electric razor and I'm just trying You're just tangling with it, just fighting her. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, pe people are always telling me that I look like, you know, um, a 70s porn star or a 70s rock star. It's the stash mixed with the hair. Rock or porn. <laughs> no in between. Yeah. No, I mean, they're, they're, there's really no gray area. And um, Those are two pretty cool things to be thought of, though. You know, sometimes people get me um, confused with being a lot older than I am or a lot younger, which I think it is interesting. I would never guess older, but I could definitely see you being mistaken for younger. Younger, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, someone told me they thought I was 25 today. You know what? I think your personality, if someone were to just hear you or be like on the other side of the phone, I think that could make someone think you're older than you are because I think right, you right. have a very mature and like aged aura about you i think when you're talking okay. you're very I articulate think that's what confuses people you're very articulate you're very like you know what you want to say and you're smooth you're calm with how you're talking and i think that a lot of the time <clears throat> that can be taken as like oh this guy's got it together he must have the age behind that. wow i mean i'm guilty of this myself where i i judged uh steven's appearance the very first time i met him oh, but we both his personality won me over immediately right we were at the uh, village squire his personality yeah. carries i'm gonna be honest like he could look like a troll and like his personality he'd still get bitches <laughs> like oh. he'd still get bitches at the end of the day like his personality is carrying but but and he doesn't he, he's very handsome too speaks for himself so i mean this yeah. man landed. This our man needs sister. to be on a tight leash. Honestly, I think we're all pretty good-looking guys. I think I'm, we are. I'm just gonna. Honestly, come I think we're all, we're all dealt some good shots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done of pretending that we're not. We are at least a six out of ten. Uh, oh, and that's me being humble. Really, I think of a seven that's or eight. Technically, uh, really, we are higher than if we because if we were higher than that, we'd be models. Well, we'd be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, that top like. 10 or 9, like, those are, like, models. What like, percent, I guess, if we're going to break it down, looks being on a, on a scale of 1 to 100%, at what percentage can you be considered a model? You have or to be at you, least like, an 8 or higher, I feel like. So that's 80%. You just said we're 60. I would so say like, I feel like, C+. Plus. So that's a 70. 
Five. Yeah, C plus. I mean, they got five. big bitches modeling and shit, so it just depends, like, you know, you know what kind of modeling you're doing. A lot of those are unusual... Well, you uh, could be a Home Depot model, and they just want, like, an average, average yeah. Joe-looking guy. I mean, I don't think anyone has bad face. Everyone is beautiful, and everyone... In their own know, way. In their own way, like, even, you know, if you see someone who may not be, like... Um, Outwardly. attractive to you like they're attractive to someone else yeah you know and yeah. it definitely goes beyond obviously the physical attributes where it's like you can be walking past someone and think oh wow that's all this that or the other thing and i wouldn't associate with this person but yeah one conversation and even like 10 words with someone can totally change how you view that person immediately right yeah absolutely yeah you're not wrong about that and like you were saying about you know uh people thinking i'm a lot younger uh, that this actually happened to me, um, where I told someone, one of my coworkers, how old I was, and they were like, uh, still in high school, and they were like totally surprised, you know, because I use all like the Gen Z slang, like just <laughs> just joking around, yeah, but they yeah. thought I was but like still, being like dead ass. But like you, yeah, you, just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what like I mean? using the shit all sarcastically and just like I ironically, mean, and <laughs> I know I swear, like funny. throwing around like a couple bussins, no caps, like will literally take off like. 10, Ten years, years immediately. Like, dude, easily. You hear that, everybody? Easily. One bus in a day keeps the <laughs> boomers away. <laughs> it's, it's rejuvenating. I love... I love... The slang all, is all funny. The, all the, the Gen Z slang, man, dude, I absolutely... Eat it up. I love it. At first, I didn't get it, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that... No like, kizzy. You know, you see a lot of memes about it, people making fun of it, but, like, honestly, it's so good. It hits. It's, it hits different. It's fire. Somebody told me, that same person who was surprised, she said... I want to bring back saying fire. <laughs> yeah, like, that's crazy. Like, that's like, crazy. That's one that I still say it. it. I was going to say, that's <laughs> one that never really went out. Yeah. Well, I guess for us, great. I mean, we don't really know what's in anymore yeah. in terms of like what's going around in school and shit. Yeah. Like back when I was in high school, I remember uh, like 2013, everyone loved saying epic. Yeah, they're still saying epic. groovy. That was epic. Such a rass up. <laughs> no, uh, everyone was saying epic, fire, um, prime. I'd always prime. say prime. Oh, that's swell. Fine. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the older generation. I was gonna say shit. that's like an uh, old one. That's OG. I shit. threw around a couple yeah. swells. I think swell is one of those time-tested words that is just like so applicable. If you're a surfer, <laughs> a surfer. <laughs> yeah, you know you're in, heading in the swell. Like, uh, like. It's an oh, ocean term. Yeah, no, that's true. That's it true. Was, it was like um, uh, jo- Jonah Hill's girlfriend. She was a surfer. Oh, he, he's, he's in some hot water. Bikini bitch. He's in some hot water. He got canceled. I right, I right, don't know. Right. There's two sides of hot water for that. Yeah, I don't know. All relationships have that kind of like back and forth shit. And when one side comes out, you know you're you're I'll only seeing honest, one side. I feel like right? Jonah Hill is a pretty funny, wholesome guy. I'm riding with my boy Jonah. <laughs> like I know. These bitches be trifling at the end of the day. <laughs> what did you think about uh, the movie You People? It was hilarious. It came I loved out it. With top it was, of the year. It was really funny. I I definitely liked You People. I will say. He was say, Jewish in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like really liked it. And a podcaster. The very first scene had me like really wondering if I should continue or not. Mm-hmm. The first podcast scene that they're introduced with. And honestly... It wasn't even him. It was his co-star. And I, I'm forgetting their name right now. But I don't know why. I did not immediately vibe with them off the top. But I will say but throughout the end of it, by the end of the movie, mm-hmm. I didn't have a bad thing to say. Yeah. You know what? I feel like they didn't really focus too much on their uh, dynamic. Yeah. yeah. No. Same. Which I feel like would have been a lot funnier had they taken the angle of like, you know, his podcast kind of being the most important thing about him. Yeah. But otherwise, it was kind of more about... It like, sizzle. It was a very kind of thrown in there. What the point. podcast was about. Because it was, you know, his friend was black. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you're talking about, like, you know, black culture or whatever. But it's like... And you He only had a couple scenes with uh, his co-star. With them at all. Which yeah. I think would have made it a lot better of a movie. Yeah. But it was supposed to be a rom-com. It, see, you know, it he's wasn't... Dating the, he's dating the black girl. I think that's my problem is that it wasn't as memorable for me as some of those other roles. Like, yeah. you think it's super yeah. bad, and I think of like almost every scene from that movie, and it's like yeah. I can play it back. Or like, obviously, well, Wolf the, on Wall Street. And, oh and man, Wolf on like, Wall Street, so good. Yeah, honestly, some of those. It's hard. It's hard. Shout out Jordan Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, 
Jonah Hill is one of those actors who had like such a um, interesting selection of roles because like he really got big after Superbad, and mm -hmm. then you know he started kind of taking on you know these really uh, interesting characters. You know, I mean, just I'm like gonna, you said, I'm gonna actually look at his his list of characters. Yeah, look up, uh, look up, uh, type type in Jonah Hill, and it'll yes, have a list of his movies. You know, and, and he's in a lot of uh, early stuff and a lot of early 2000s he's movies that you don't you really think about it. He totally is, you know? you know? You know, I actually really want to see the movie in mid-90s and I've been going by it. It's written and directed by Jonah Hill. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I actually have not, but... Yeah, he's directed some too. Okay, let's... He made that one uh, series about his therapist. I think it was a documentary of Black and White. Yeah, actually, I, I watched that, and I actually liked that one. That was definitely hmm. different for him, but I think that was the point, is that it was very, like, raw, and kind of like him, more so. Have you ever been to therapy? I have, yeah. Wow. We, uh, well, I, I'll speak for court myself ordered. specifically. Yeah, it was court-ordered therapy, because... Oh, damn. They can yeah. do it? Yeah, they, you know... When, when my mom and dad were in high school in, like, a custody battle, like, um... The judge had said, oh, like, oh, the kids are in a young, impressionable time. Like, we put them in therapy just because of the circumstances, blah, blah, blah. Really? Wow. Honestly, I, I, it didn't do anything other to me than, like, I got out of school for, like, a few hours and, like, got to milk that and shit, so that was fun. So you kind of looked at it more of... I, not, it's not that I didn't take it, take it seriously, it's just, like, I didn't think I even needed to be there to begin with. Like, I, it's, I didn't choose to, like enlist myself in therapy you know what right, I mean I was a right, minor right. and like it was court ordered by like because of my parents like trying to like fight for custody and shit I definitely won't lie in the way of I totally looked at it as like fuck yeah I get to leave school early I get to go like mom's gonna treat us to some like some claws some burgers and a mall afterwards like some it's like claws? no claws is a burger joint out in like Geneva, out there. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, yeah it was always a like get us, get, mom. Get, yeah, right. You know, turning up before going back to school. No, it was always, uh, it was good for me. I would say it was definitely looked at as more of a getaway and kind of a just get out of school card. But as I progressed, because I went through, did we both go to two, two people? Yeah, we started with a guy, uh, a guy there who we only had for like a month or two, and he was like a really animated character, very like he was a short, shorter guy, like had almost looked like, um, oh, what's his name? He was a Hispanic comedian that was like super popular. He was a Enrique fat Iglesias? guy. No, or, oh, that guy, you know, <laughs> that's like <laughs> half his bit. So no, I'm respectfully, about the, uh, the DJ uh, Gabriel Iglesias. That's his name. And he had that one Is bit. Is that a stage name? Um, no, but uh, Gabriel Iglesias, he's the guy who had that one bit about uh, uh, he got pulled over and he had uh, a case of donuts in his car and the cop comes over to the car and he says, do you know why I pulled you over today? And then he says, he's holding the box of donuts and he says, because you can smell it. <laughs> and he opens the box of donuts. Oh my <laughs> God. That's yeah. really funny. No, my parents loved him. They, uh, they, they saw his uh, comedy special back in like uh, 2007. Like live? He had, uh, yeah. He, that's he, pretty sweet. He performed at uh, the uh, theater that's in the Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg. A hop and a skip. Yeah. No, he was, yeah. And I remember he did a really good uh, George W. Bush impression. <laughs> he had like one of the best, uh, uh, honestly, he probably had the most like iconic uh, George W. Bush impression for, for that area, uh, era. Um, yeah. date. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard uh, someone do a George W. Bush impression. So honestly, that would probably be oh, wow. the, the most. Famous. Another good one. One of my favorite uh, impressions was of uh, in Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. One of my all-time favorite scenes. That's like an OG stoner movie. In that movie, dude, it's so good. It's unbelievable how good. That's that like a movie. Pineapple Express type movie. <laughs> May I? I don't know how well it holds up today, but. Um, Dude, the I, scene where they Harold and Kumar smoke a blunt with George Bush, dude, is the funniest scene ever. It's it's dude, it's comedy gold. I gotta be honest it's and amazing. say that I I have not mined that gold yet. I have not seen it. Oh, have you seen the uh, uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? 
The first one? I've scrolled past it. I've not watched it, no. Whoa, dude, we gotta watch it. It's I good. guess so, it's on the list. Yeah. Do you like White Castle? I've never been to White Castle and been like, damn, I need to come back here. It's always been a like, you know what, this gets the job done. Like, <laughs> it, like I was hungry now, and now I'm not, and then I won't think about it until 45 minutes later, and it's coming out of me. Right. Oh, man. And then I'm thinking about it. I love White Castle burgers. Sliders? Uh, I went and got sliders with uh, um, uh, Courtney, Drake, and Isaac uh, uh, last time he was in town visiting from Colorado, and uh, it was like a night after... Bar hopping, we did uh, karaoke in Chinatown. Went to uh, I heard yo ass singing karaoke till 4 a.m. that right, night. Right. No, 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 that's not true. Bless you. Opened the door from off the street, and it was you know, <coughs> bless you. It was like, stay this, blessed, thank you. It was like the size of the first floor of the duplex, and um, it was like a private event, Damn. you know, like pretty plainly. And uh, you know, all these. You know, people that were inside, you know, already singing, were like just giving us beers, and you know, I mean, from off the Nothing street, like time. they like it was clear, like we were about to like turn around. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. you know, we we looked the place up on Google Maps. It was like, all right, karaoke, let's go. But um, like the whole place was rented out. You oh know, and shit! It wasn't big, yeah. so it was like apparent. Like there wasn't even anywhere to order a drink. I think you had to bring your own uh, drinks or something. So it was like a family. That's crazy. It was you know this you know small, small little karaoke spot. We were, you know, just trying to turn up and, um, you know, we tried leaving, but, but they, um, were like, oh no, 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 stay. And like fucking cracked us open, you know, like a fresh uh, case of Heineken's and we're just, you know, here it is. bottles, you know, and, uh, oh man, dude, it was great. It was great. That was one of like the, uh, uh happiest memories that I have of, uh, uh, visiting Chicago recently That's or, or at least sweet. this year. Cause everyone was so grateful and it was an experience where um uh i mean obviously we're in chinatown everybody's chinese i chinatown is fucking awesome we i chinatown honestly in chicago was hardcore it's already time to go it's about to be hot pot season October is right around the corner. It's yeah. cold. It's perfect time for San hot Francisco. I've never had hot pot before. San Francisco, Chinatown. We need to do that. San Francisco, Chinatown. You haven't seen Chinatown until you've been out there. Oh, I, I bet. San Francisco's oh, Chinatown is fucking huge, and it's literally just like it was one of the coolest experiences. Chicago's pretty good though. There's this. I believe good too. it. I totally believe it. Is. It, it but is. I expect yeah. everything either in or. California to be maybe. I don't know if California is on the same par or equal to Chicago. California's I mean, going I mean, down. It, Honestly, California is slowly a lot of shit out there. Because there's a lot of stuff going on. Going in bad. LA. Going bad. Yeah, a lot of people are leaving. Oh, well, they have just a huge homeless problem that's only gotten worse, and then among other problems. Yeah. But every every state's got they got their problems yeah. of legislation. I mean, honestly, a lot of states with you know uh, really big central American cities in them. Uh, I mean, same thing with Illinois. I mean, they're just, you know, homeless people in Chicago. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same thing in New York. Well, that's what's always going to happen is where immensely dense amounts of people live is you're obviously going to have large amounts of... That's true. ...unemployed people in those places because that's just, I mean... Yeah. That, that's like the law of proportion. It is. Like, it is. everything is going to be the biggest, you know... Yeah. I mean, period. I mean, any demographic is going to be, you know, even, marginally even, larger. Yeah, even down to, like... Animals like there's I, I guarantee you go to Chicago there's like the percentage of rats that are in Chicago as opposed to the rest of the state are probably like those numbers are probably insane but that's absolutely. just they're drawn to where everyone else is just like people are absolutely so no uh, basically we're not better than rats that I saw a mouse today at work a mouse I saw a mouse, I saw a mouse last week you did uh, it was I when I was working but I was in the woods so that made <laughs> sense but at Rosewood you saw a mouse inside Rosewood yeah I saw, I, I, saw, somewhere. Where? I saw eating a cookie. There was a cookie. And it was, it, it was <laughs> dude, eating a mouth, cookie. Dude, that sounds like some Tom and Jerry dude, shit. In the gift shop, the, the, oh there was a mouse. Oh my god, hell no. Deb left like a little cookie cake. out for him. No, it was like a case of cookies. And the cookies were in there. And the door was like open. Just that was fucking bit. ratatouille, bro. And there was like, <laughs> there was, pulling that cookie There was out. a line of crumbs down the table. I was like, what? That was Stuart Little fucking grabbing the cookie. <laughs> Sneaking in there. Stuart Little pulled up. Steal your bitch. A oh boy Stewie. And a, and an oatmeal Stewie. raisin. <laughs> Shit. It ain't chocolate chip. Then I, I don't dip. want it. <laughs> That's oh, it. Man. What you writing over there, Scott? 
So, as uh, we discussed before we hit play in the pod, uh, we are going to have a new guest. Not in addition to my twin brother, who you guys just met. But uh, just oh yeah, I don't think we mentioned yeah, no, that you we guys didn't are really, twins. Yeah. So the connection <laughs> oh, to all of us, I think we glossed that over. Is that Zevin and I, Colton, are twin brothers? I am the eldest by six minutes. Had to throw that in there. But, had to little bro uh, me by six minutes. <laughs> always by six. I feel minutes. like the older twin. You always you always get to say that. You have to hold and it. You, you have to I hold. Know, it. You I love mean, saying it. You I love. Yeah, it. Right? I cannot <laughs> I would say it. I mean, I if cannot. I was born six minutes, I'd definitely dunk on him. Like this daily, six so I understand. minutes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm hating on the game, not the player. Yeah, hey, better, better, shit, saying, better six minutes than six inches. I love the game. Exactly. I live in it. Are you guys uh, fraternal twins? Yeah. If Absolutely, we're identical, yeah. we would have been born at the same time. No, no I'm we retarded. We were born <laughs> the same. <laughs> Wait, that's not what we are. We were two <laughs> eggs. To clarify, we were two <laughs> eggs. White screen. <laughs> two eggs in the same womb. Not one egg split into two. Yeah. Obviously, we're not identical because I have brown eyes. He has blue. We have different facial features, but we do look very similar. In yeah, some we aspects. definitely people have always said we look a lot like brothers, That's true. but they you wouldn't guess we're twins. And our hair is similar, but it's like mine is like more, his is more like wavy, and mine's more curly. I guess you could say. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Has anyone ever been surprised that you guys are twins? People yeah. are either surprised or they're it's like, oh, yeah, I can totally tell. It's it's it's, people it's, are like, I can't tell the difference, or they're like, what? We've had a couple people say they can't tell a difference. Yeah, because like you guys weird. are very distinct. But I know, like uh, other twins, um, you know, sometimes it's hard you, to tell. You, you know, I mean, and I, and I know that there's other twins that go through that where you oh, call yeah. them yeah. the wrong name, and that's like the worst thing you can do to them. That was that like even my nephews. That was our nephews when they were like growing up because they had the yeah. same ass haircut, the same clothes. So it was like fucking. That's rough. And our that's nephews rough. are identical. They played a goddamn game of Blues Clues back then, trying to pick out who's who. Which is kind of nuts to think of how family works. We'll probably have some twins, or our grandkids will, because our our grandma was a twin, which yeah. I didn't even know yeah. really either. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. So that's where we got that from. Uh, my sister had a twin. We're really putting twins in this family. My sister had a twin, but it disappeared. In the she uh, ate it. She, she, she had the, absorbed she the ate twin. Her twin. Hey, that's crazy. She ate it up. Say Come she ears. ate her twins. <laughs> Say she ate her twins. Dude, no, because that happens. Yeah. Like, as like yeah. a cell in the womb, like there are, Just like, like you have an ultrasound and there's like two, like, you know, bodies in there. See? But it's possible during the pregnancy that one of them. See, like, I tried to do that to Colton. I tried to absorb him, but we were too equally matched. <laughs> <laughs> too equally matched. So, you know. Thank yeah, God, because right. I'd be an unstoppable beast who could split the Earth's core in half. Yeah, if, if I would have ate him both halves, I'd, if I would have eaten this motherfucker's half, I would have been six seven. <laughs> fucking, I would have been a beast. That is Man. crazy to think, low key. If we were, if we did, think about if I absorbed all of this man's power. I'm already like we would be. Six foot we would have been. Uh, we would have been a fucking a, a unit. Y- yeah. Wow. I would have done that's some crazy. damage. Yeah. That's crazy. Would you guys ever like give up? No, never. Be one. No. He, the fact that he didn't like, he was like, hesitant, maybe like, I take my answer back. I, I take my answer back. Like, that, that would be like, if, just, you like, know, one if we super could, person. See, I'm thinking if it was like a Michael and Pykel situation, like in Rick and Morty when they're just like doppelganger twins or like they're still connected, conjoined twins. Yes, I mean, no, I wouldn't do that. But if it's like our consciousness is kind of like in the back and we just get to tap no, out. But you were saying like, would you rather like be like one strongest motherfucker or have a brother? Oh, and that's why I answered. I was like, "Oh, I have a brother." Oh, you were like, "Oh, let me think about it." I totally like, missed let me the take question. my fucking answer. Back. I totally missed the question. I'm no. absorbing this motherfucker. No, full full disclosure. I will. I have always said, will I say, and have always felt that being a twin is the best. best I'm gonna thing say some real shit. In my life, my yeah. biggest blessing I could have been born with was a twin. Wow. Let me say was my brother Zevin, my neighbor. Wow. In the womb. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. I'm gonna say some real shit though. If if it was up to me, you would add six minutes. No, 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 no. If it was up to me, I'm glad that I had a twin brother and not a twin sister. You can call me misogynist. You can cancel me, but it's fine. I stay canceled anyway. So how are you gonna cancel me when I've been canceled? No so goddamn long. You gotta cancel me. Cancel me. I mean, no, having no, no. a twin brother, I feel like is just amazing. Just because it's like 
That's your gym, bro. That's your fucking, you know, your best friend. Just growing up with another version of you. Like, in it's all the best ways and, like, in the same ways where it's just... Yeah. You well, even just in other, like, in other but... metrics. Like, I'm walking on the street. Like, it's me and my bro. Like, we can fucking, like... Imagine I'm a female and it's me and my sister. Like, we about to get fucking abducted. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's coming to my sister. I'm just keeping it in a stack. I'm, you're yeah. such a strange perspective sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, the people love it. The people love it. I think... It, you know what? I always uh, thought like if you were really like you know tripping out on acid or something and like thinking about having a twin and like you know how when you're tripping you like really think about you things? fall into that. Like I always yeah. thought like um, for whatever reason like having a twin like that would be something like that when you really think about it is actually like pretty crazy. It is. It is you know pretty crazy. I mean? Well, like if you dissect it's one in five hundred. Like, it's really like a one in five hundred chance. That well, that, you, that that's a, that's on top of the chance of having a kid, like of conceptualizing a child in general. Because like you think about it, the chances that you'll actually have a baby, like on the first time you have sex and fucking do it, whatever, is a lot lower than <laughs> Wait, people what? imagine. The like the odds on first time having sex that you will get pregnant. Oh. is a lot lower than people think. And so on top of that, on getting pregnant, the chance of it also being a twin, so if you also mm. having right, right. two eggs be fertilized or one split, it's like the chance of that is even lower. So, I mean, it's it's common enough. You find mm. plenty of twins and triplets right, and right. quadruplets and shit throughout the world, but it's like, it is still... It is a crazy thing to think about. And, yeah, yeah. I mean... I honestly, I know it's kind of crazy and my girlfriend isn't the happiest when I say this, but I hope I have twins. Like, I hope it doesn't skip a generation. <laughs> I hope my kids are twins. Nah, she just doesn't want to have two I'm happy either on way. the first one. Would you be disappointed if... if no, if of course not. No, I'll just have another one. I'll just have... I, I want at least my, two kids. Yeah. I think I want... Two, maybe three. Three's pushing it. Three's my max. Three's kind of like the, the but max. But let's say... I, like Never become, say never, but... Let's say we get, like, really successful, like, by 35, got, like... Then I want Millions of the bank. All right, well, fuck it. At that like, point, give me, then... Give me, give me eight kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Let's let's make a... Let's spread let's... my seed and build my empire. <laughs> like, oh, my the... God. Ha, 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 On some evil villain shit. Someone's got to do it. Doofenshmirtz. The DNA must be sprung. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> I want to use that. <laughs> Just pull that out. Uh, so fuck you'll get your Doofenshmirtz faces. <laughs> no, he's always fucking talking about the tri-state area. The tri-state area. <laughs> what is it about this tri-state well, area? What's up, dude? That was the funniest catchphrase for no reason. In the tri-state area. He just always said tri-state area. <laughs> I know that like every generation's like, oh, the movies were better in my day. The shows were better. But be real. The cartoons. Our era and, was like Cartoon best. Network growing up and like. Regular the, show. Even before Adventure that. Adventure Time, like, Courage the Cowardly the OG Dog. Cartoons, it was, it was like the, the Simpsons. Like all these OG ones. Like, yeah, even the adult versus ones. Versus the bullshit that they got nowadays. I don't out. know. Once I saw Uncle Grandpa coming out. I, I know, like, I did, but that. it's true, though. Like, <laughs> Well, like, think about it. When's the last time you saw a good animated movie come out? In I, the you theaters. Know, like, be real. Uh, well, there's there's in the theaters, I didn't. Animated uh, movie coming out this December. There's going to be, but be before really now... Uh, how Miyazaki Studio Ghibli. Yes, his last film. Uh, the it's about the boy and the heron. Yep, the boy and the heron. I, I already watched the trailer. He's one of those animators who the does bad once in a lifetime. Bad boy in the neighborhood trees. He does everything by hand. Like he is one it's of the most art. talented it's... individuals alive. Like in my opinion, and I'm such an appreciator of art and animation. So like especially when it comes to his shit, I'm like, oh my god. All of his. Sitting, I feel like my eyes are like having a feast. Like I'm sitting down and I have to like put bibs under my eyelids so they can just fully take it in. Dude, yeah. Uh, Spirited Away. We got to see that in theater. the greatest I still, animated film. Oh, see, and honestly, I'm and so behind on. Oh, yeah, and it's one of the only anime films to win as the Super has. influential movie. But. Yeah, honestly, I've slacked on a lot of Studio Ghibli movies, and I'd like to watch like all of them. I really want to. I really, we should, we should put one on a list and once a week watch a Studio Ghibli film. Watch because almost every single one of his movies, and I'm only saying that because I haven't seen all of them. Because he has some really like deep cuts. Oh yeah, that like I've been a fan of him. uh, I mean, for you know ten plus years, and like I haven't seen you know the stuff that he came out with like you know late '80s or 
you know. Well, even Spirited Away, I've watched boy, like yeah. three times, but I fell asleep each time. Unfortunately, because literally, like every single time we started it at like 11, 11 30. One of the times was at your house in Chicago. Was right. out at your That's apartment. Right. I, we I visited you. It, it was during you. COVID. I knew you and when you came out, yeah. And you know what? I literally, it's like twenty minutes in, and then if it's it's if it's close to like late at night, I'm just out. And then I wake up, credits are rolling, and I'm like, God damn it. Honestly, though, I think. This is going to be a hot take, but I think that's one of the best ways to watch a movie because you absorb it over multiple times. You know what I mean? And you know, I definitely like having the ability to rewatch and to like fully... Like having one here, like put it this way, having one intentional viewing of a film, you know, you absorb it, you watch it a couple hours, whatever, versus having it on in the background, you're doing other stuff... You fall asleep, you're with your friends, you're, you know, partying, and you're not really paying attention, or maybe you are at some parts, but then you watch it multiple times. Like, we had movies, like, at sleepovers where we'd always put on, like, you know, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Just to have it on the background. And just, like, you know, get high. Smoke weed and, you know, fucking forget. And then whenever you watch, it's a funny part, you're like, oh, shit, this part's on, and then you you get this. (laughs) And it's such a good movie. And I think movies like that where you don't have to take film so seriously and really immerse yourself or like concentrate and be like I'm watching a movie and like how Miyazaki going back to Studio Ghibli he even says that he doesn't want people to watch his movies um, more than once a year because he wants people you have to, to actually watch it enjoy it in the way it was intended and like he wants people written. to enjoy their lives you know yeah. like the movies are you know I mean you need to kind of ration yourself on how but, many movies you watch or kind of things like that and for him because all these movies are really pro nature and he wants people to that's know, the one get thing. away from technology and yeah, watching and, TV and in general which is so ironic because yeah. he makes like TV that was something I was just going to add to that is that I think that's kind of crazy that how obviously you like picture what he has created like when you watch his movies and stuff you're like this is a different world this is something I've never seen this is like the colors the animals the like the scenarios to the landscapes, everything is just so like surreal. And to think that really all of that conceptualizes in his mind. And he just like thinks of, he sees the world that way. And that's how he wants us to see the world in that kind of light. And something that's like beyond our, I guess, everyday understanding of just looking like, Oh, that's just a tree. Oh, that's the sunset we see every single day. Or this is like that. It's just like, I think he really tries to emphasize taking every moment and like really appreciating all of that. That's one of my takes, I would say. At least from Howl's Moving Castle. That's my favorite. That's my Howl's favorite Moving one Castle too. is my favorite. That's my favorite one too. That, yeah. And Christian Bale, the voice actor in that. That <laughs> was such crazy. a good role. That was crazy. Such a good such role. A good role. And um, um, uh, who, who's the voice actor who played um, Calcifer? Oh, oh, um, oh. Um, Calcifer? I want a Calcifer tattoo, actually. Oh, That's, I really? think, one of the tattoos I, I want is oh, Calcifer. So I was like, dude. I love Howl's Moving Castle, and honestly, Calcifer was just, like, really funny, and it's a cute little, like, flame tattoo. Wait, look up who his voice actor was. Yeah, I was just about to. It was, um, um, it wasn't, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. It there Billy it is. Billy Crystal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that's funny. great casting. Yeah, and you know what? I actually, that's where I just watched uh, a video. It was, I think it was a YouTube short that was saying on how Christian Bale ended up with getting the role for Howl's Moving Castle. And it was because he had just watched one of uh, Miyazaki's films and he loved it so much that he went through whatever aspect he had to to reach out to them and to uh, the creator and was like, I don't care what it is. I don't care when, but I like, I love this so much. If there would ever be an ability to like work with you on a film or like it be like to voice a character or anything like that, he did. I would love to. And the next wow. movie, which happened to be Howl's Moving Castle, he, they asked if he wanted to roll and he expected, he was like, this is great. He was like, I get to be a, like a, a nice little side character. I wonder I'm going to play. Like, I'm excited for this. And he said he got to set that day and they, they cued him in and gave him his lines and said, you're, you're the main, the main guy, the main, 
star of the show. And he was like, Ar-, he was he like ecstatic. And then he really, he really killed that role. You know, uh, a lot of the characters in cartoons, you don't really realize that are boys are actually voiced by girls. girls. Absolutely. Like the voice actor who voices uh, Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, Dude, uh, yeah. she's, she's smoking hot. She's hot. As I didn't even know that. Bro. Yeah, I went on a deep dive on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> voice actor for Timmy, Timmy Turner. Turner, a baddie. <laughs> she's fine as hell. But is, then yeah. you see the voice actor for Naruto, Naruto. Uzumaki. Yep. And you're like, whoa. And it's also crazy. voiced by a girl. But she's popped. She looks like uh, that one guy from the uh, Sand Village. Was like, oh, fucking <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 one of Garo's cronies. That <laughs> always had his eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, he's from the Sand Village. He's thinking of like Garo's, like, because there's a uh, there's a fat bastard in the Sand Village. There's Tamari, and then there's the other like, who's the girl? Well, and there's that, the guy, the brother, the guy. That's Kakazu. That's yes. Oh no, not Kakazu. No, not yeah, like the fat one. Lips. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> he's the other puppet user. Right, right. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Damn. Yeah, puppets always kind of freak me out. They are kind of freaky, you know. Even in like, even when they try to make puppets cool and like shows and shit, I'm like. But at the same time, puppets. I really think that there needs to be a resurgence of puppets because I think going back to uh, talking about the animation and everything. I think that's where it all started. Right now, there's this. Um, uh, that you're right. That's where it all started, and everything is cyclical. So I think it'll come back, because we're at an inflection point right now where there's so many like 3D cartoons or whatever, and the art style just kind of looks really bizarre. Like you saw Pixar. That's what I'm saying. Like they need to get back to their roots. That was what I was explaining. How like Toy Story, like that was like the peak of like animation, and I almost feel like they're trying the to be- do. That was the beginning. It was the beginning, but it's almost like the peep for how it looks. Because I see like the yeah. newer stuff, yeah, that's true. and it doesn't look as clean. Like you know what I'm saying? Like maybe it's just my personal preference or like the nostalgic aspect. Yeah. But to me, I think it looked uh, more beautiful when it was originally dr- uh, like drawn and like actually like that versus being like AI digitalized and like a lot of the thing they're using now. Yeah, it just seems like there's not a lot of uh, or not as much soul. Exactly. You know I mean? That's that is, the only thing. That's they're using cool. robots, not real it's funny. people. Because <laughs> Jake and I were just talking about that on the way home about uh, Air Gear. One of the first anime that we watched from our kids was I was talking about that because we were listening to a song from it. And I was saying, I was like, God, I wish this show got finished because it was so good and it just ended like in the middle. And I was like, yeah, it would be great if during And it was such uh, a good spot, oh, yeah. too. It totally like, right in the middle of like. All right, ready for the next episode? It just never came. The show's over. Yeah, so that was hard. But it just, uh, we were talking about how, like, why can't one of these good studios, like, pick up this and remake something like this? And he was like, you know what? He was like, I think I wouldn't want to see this in today's art style. Because he was like, when I look at it back then, I, I loved how it used to look in exactly. that original. The nostalgic like, aspect. He was like, and a lot of, like, the original, like, cultural references and stuff yep. throughout anime that was always, like, thrown in there. It was like, all those shows used to be true passion projects. Because, like, it really, with stuff wasn't coming out that often. It was a lot less often stuff got, like, greenlit. And now, stuff's just kind of, like, industrialized and kind of just coming out on the... On the conveyor belt. And anime is so much more widely accepted now versus, like, in the 90s or, like, early 2000s. Like, anime didn't even get really popular to, like, I would the say the 2010s. Like, the 2010s is when maybe, it like, yeah, more, people, more people started to find out. And then, like... And that was thanks it, to the big know, three. To, yeah. These days now is, like, the reception has been, like, insane in the past, like, yeah. two years, three years. Yeah. Is, has been, like, a crazy blow up. But you used to be not allowed to tell other people. You no, no. I, you know? to this day, people that I tell who even I went to school with for ages in middle school, high school, being they say, school, they know playing Pokemon, know. watching anime and like looking like over my shoulder and shit. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, right. And then come to find out that's right. all the motherfuckers right. are doing in middle school and high school Today, nowadays. Dude, and I know for a fact that there were several individuals that I went to middle school with and myself included who pretended that Pokemon wasn't cool anymore. And then they played Like, right when... And go home and I'd lo- boot up my Got DS. into sixth grade, you know, oh, Pokemon's so immature. Then those, I'm, in, I'm in middle school. Then those dumbasses are playing. <laughs> and it's like, Diamond I'm, and I'm Pearl not, just came out, and you're like, oh, fuck. 
Platinum, platinum came out. Oh, you know my ass. You know my dumb ass buying it. Like, go Turtwig. Turtwig face it. People up neck ass. I was I was still watching the show every morning until I went into like my eighth grade year. That the OG Pokemon show was so bus. wholesome though. They had like such good messages and like it was so cute. Definition like Ash and soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Pokemon movies, the OG ones were oh. all so good. The, oh. Like the the birds one, like with the Lugia, the Lugia with Pokemon movie, two thousand with the do, the Entei movie, like that they had so, the Mewtwo movie, like the Lugia, like, yeah, honestly, all of them were so good. The Mewtwo movie had a really good story. Yeah, and it had a good message too because like, Mew wanted everyone to work together, and Mewtwo did just wanted to take know, care, like take over. Did you guys know the movie for Pokemon two thousand that Mewtwo Mew movie? Like a whole two full scenes, one in the beginning and one in the end, were stripped from the movie that we got. That was here in the U.S. and There's that's why it, yes, and that's why it doesn't make as much sense to us and why the message is kind of like huh. confusing. But I was watching a it's video so about dumb. it that was saying, well, it's because of some of the censorship in Japan when they were sending it over. It was like some companies didn't want stuff to be viewed in this way or how it was portrayed. And yeah. so they took it out. I thought it was beautiful. And didn't portrayed. let us do it. But it it was like, apparently, so I'd have to look it up to give you all the like details, but apparently it was the whole, the whole Pokemon idea was that, after yeah, this. the whole idea was that <laughs> Mewtwo was basically unhappy that he was like basically a test rat for Team Rocket. I've heard they were doing all before. the tests on him and like he went, he went crazy and then started obviously like killing people. And basically he murdered all of the people that were working on him in that lab and then obviously like wanted to dominate humans because of humans had been dominating him and that's all he ever knew but by the very end of it uh the he saw like, ash and how he was kind to pokemon and like he saw, changed his perspective and he saw how pikachu was basically risked his life to save ash at the end and then that like i guess show of love towards humans or towards like what that there really could be like a breach in friendship between like well, there's good humans too obviously that i mean he, he fucking changed it but honestly i'd have to look it up but it was like a crazy like couple scenes that i read about that i was like this is some i want to see those scenes some nuts stuff. Honestly, i remember he uh uh ash turns the stone and dies yeah and all the pokemon and start they crying. start crying and like Revival. Exactly, and that's what I'm talking about. How like the messages and like it was wholesome because I remember like damn near crying when I saw Ash died. Like the Pokemon were crying. Like as a kid watching that, like you know your bitch ass is sobbing. <laughs> if you don't, you a Jeffrey Dahmer ass motherfucker. You don't, you, you're a sociopath if you weren't. Bro, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like the the cartoons, the shows, and the movies, the animated yeah. things especially had more soul and just more effort and like more heart put yeah. into them than now today's. Today's just like they have all this technology, they have like a huge budget, and like no one really gives a shit. Whereas like yeah. in Pokemon, like th- that someone like came up with the idea of co- uh, Pokemon. Someone hand drew all these Pokemon and created that, and like for the love of like this world that that person created and like grew in love with, you know. I kind of feel like this era, like the it's lacking creativity. Late twenty tens, early twenties, we're kind of seeing it being like propped up by like early 2000s culture yes where there's so many remakes and yes things like pokemon are still like going you know i mean but there's no no or new original ideas strong exactly i mean it's absolutely crazy to me you know um you know and then there's just like the onslaught of superhero movies and right now we're in like such an era Marvel. of repetition and i don't think that there is as much soul as you know uh Early two thousands. That's why I said that. Buildings, like you guys ever seen, like the old the architecture, old Taco Bell, yeah. and, like things yep. like that. Like now, like everyone's just trying to get like restaurants. I'm all, you see, it's very you know, it's like, a dime. I'm all dollar. for modernization, but at the same Super time, modern. I don't want to just forget about our classic roots and architecture and like the things that like made like for example like cathedrals and things that have a lot of like architecture and thought and like different materials and like shapes use. Like I I don't like how. Uh, I feel like today's world, like, everyone has this own view of, like, modern being, like, the best or this and that. But I feel like there's just a lot more charm in, like, older buildings and just older things in general. That's partially why I'm so interested in traveling and going to other countries is just the fact that if you think about it, America, our buildings are really, like, 300, 400 years old max. 
Max. Like, and before us, it was Less, teepees. It was teepees. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, throughout so many other places in the world, there's I mean, been structures that have been it, for like, thousands of years. New York City, I mean, uh, what America uh, found, was founded in uh, 1776. So, 18, 19. Yeah, we're not even, I mean, it's 250 been, years. Right. Roughly, 250 years. About. And it's not like they erected the entire New York skyline. I mean, honestly, these buildings, I mean, almost came out of, you know. Are within the last 50 well, pretty like, pretty recent, to be honest with you. I mean, all the timeline of history considered, I mean, 200 years, you know, I mean, isn't that much of a skiff? No, I, in the comparison of things. But honestly, that's where, where I was just saying is like, America, we have a lot of similar stuff. And I mean, yeah, you got like some colonial houses, some Victorian houses, whatever, different styles. But it's just like, I've never had the pleasure of going and like walking up a hillside to a, a castle that has been there like five generations before me or like the great wall of China or like some, like some of that shit. That's like, those are structures that are unfathomable to like, just understand like how long it took, how many people where like just all that is like insane. And I, I totally have a huge appreciation for that. Even like, I mean the Taj Mahal, like any of the like seven wonders, like that kind of stuff. It's like, how, how did y'all do this? And you know what? I feel like there's such a different ethos that takes on in, you know, those older countries or, you know, parts of Europe because it's just, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years of history. You know, in the Embedded U.S., we there. don't necessarily have that. And, no. You know, obviously... And we have a tainted history. That's fine and there's nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, just like the, you know, um, resonance of energy, you know, I mean, that just you know, exists within those buildings. I mean, it's just like reverberates for like, you know, I mean, someone laid that stone and it's been laid for like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. I mean, it's impressive. generations it's, of families have stepped up on it. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> historic. That, and that's something where like, even you think about it, like our last name, Oldenburg, like we're like third generation immigrant family, whatever it is, however far down the line from our family that came from Germany on our mom's side. And it's like, you go to Germany and there's an, a town called Oldenburg where our clan of our family originated. There's like a family crest and shit. Like, an like we have family crest. and that's where like oh, our like we should our do that for the Patreon. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, we should. It's, and that's what's crazy. <laughs> We're going to get me started, Scott. Crest. Hey, yeah. write it down. <laughs> put it in mm. Put it in the journal. We're going to go to Germany. Uh, Oldenburg. You know I will go to Oldenburg. Uh, one place I've always wanted to go is Berlin. Yeah, absolutely. That is the, wall. the party totally capital of the world. Really? Oh yeah, they have like that. Berlin is known. That's where the wall fell. So, well, yeah, you know what, and that makes sense. Now they have you know just the both sides party hottest nightlife. I mean, you know, that's crazy. There's that's more true. DJs than doctors, you know, in that place. <laughs> hey, if you're on the on the table, all you need is a good beat to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Wait, the surgeon's just like dropping the needle. All right, so let me let me uh, bring it back here for a sec. Colton. Oh yeah, we totally got derailed from your book. From from what book? Oh wait, what were you saying? No, I was the gonna say book. no. I'm not. I'm not worried about this. Uh, Jack. We'll do. Cry. We'll talk about Jack when uh, he arrives and do his episode. Okay. We'll do that. Um, but, we'll talk yeah, about that separately. For the next one. So I was gonna say, but uh, Colton, what are your goals to achieve by the end of the year? You know, we're about three quarters. About three quarters through 2023. Almost. What would you like to see get done? Or maybe what would you like to have in place for next year? Or talk to us about that. All right. Well, it's tough coming on the the end 75%. So the last quarter left of the year, three months, I would say. A lot can, hey, a lot can happen in three months. Very true. Very true. Uh, well. You got 24 hours in every day. It's just how you use it. I would say. Uh. I'm a real estate agent. I do construction, and apart from that, I'm definitely trying to breach into the content creation side of things. But I would say, I mean, I'm trying to buy my uh, friend of my girlfriend's. Uh, her and her boyfriend are due for a baby, and they're looking for a house. So I'm trying to find them a house in the next month, hopefully, uh, get, get a deal cooking. Other than that, honestly, just... Kind of trying to structure a little better in my days, my life, get back to the gym, my membership I just uh, reinstated, which, you know, anytime if you're listening, you should sponsor this shit because your, your payment is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but regardless, yeah. <coughs> PF boys for life. 
adding, adding a little structure, making sure I'm uh, nose to the grindstone and doing what I need to do, and hopefully, in this crazy market, find a house for my friends that are looking. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe in a morning routine? Or do you, like, every day, every morning is something different? I used to definitely be a big morning routine person. And you know what? I'm still a morning routine person. My morning routine just used to be productive. Now my morning routine is I wake up an hour and a half before I have to go, and then I lay in bed and just kind of, like, Then you smoke a bowl when back you wake and forth. up, and then you fucking... No, honestly, this pet is the it. cat. This is it. I wake up, I pet my cat, I, like, snuggle my girlfriend and just lay in bed all, all day. What did I t- say? All morning, <laughs> and then I get out, and literally in the last five minutes before I know I need to leave immediately, that's when I smoke my bowl so I can be high for my drive. <laughs> As terrible as that sounds, but you know what? Yeah. At this point, every morning, not nah, yeah, every morning. I get intoxicated immediately before leaving. Wow. <laughs> before driving, that way I'm the most you know, intoxicated. I don't think I ever possible. thought about it that way until saying it out loud like that. So that is pretty. You're bad, like, wow, I am a mess. See, I've I always am. wanted to be one of those people. I almost believe that the key to success is uh, consistency. Having a morning routine, and that's something that's like for me is totally different every single day. And, and other it's than, hard. Other than uh, making myself coffee. It doesn't have to be different There's every so day, though. There's so many different variables. No, but it is. I No, I hear you. I hear you, but... Every day, I'm just... All over There's the place. no structure. That was the structure is the coffee. I wake up, and I have... I coffee have structures coffee. you. See, that Sometimes was me the last week. Sometimes I wake up, and I read. Sometimes, you know, I look at my phone in the first in the morning, and I feel like a piece of shit, because I should be reading, but, you know, hey, we read all do it. Your phone? There's nothing wrong. I look at a couple <laughs> memes. Um, but one of the 2000, I said, sometimes I wake up, I go for a walk. Sometimes, uh, you know, at night I go on bike rides. Go for a smoke and a bike ride. It came back and this guy was pulling up on his bike with the cig lit. And I was like, damn, that was one of the coldest entrances I've ever seen. Yo, I had, I put the bike seat all the way down. Low rider. Cause I was, uh, I have one of those, uh, bicycles that I have where the seat is the same level as the handlebars. So you're like over the bike. Steven really on the bike. They see me rolling. <laughs> they hate it. Patrolling. Trying to get me riding. Yeah, that's Steven for sure. But it's for the aerodynamics. But so yesterday I changed it up. I'm like, you know what? I had this bike seat as high as it could go. I'm going to go as low. I'm putting it all the way to the bottom, baby. Yeah. You know? Like the handlebars. Like I had my you hands. You were riding up. a you damn put like a chopper. And I was wearing a, a, a chopper. I was wearing a hoodie. I had on a black sweatshirt. I feel like a BMXer. I had um, uh, my uh, wallet in my middle pocket in the hood. The pouch. I love that about sweatshirts. The kangaroo the, the pouch. pouch. Yeah. I almost don't know what to how to act. Yeah, it's like, do you I know? put my hands in here? Like, okay. This is the mystery box in this pouch. I can pull out anything. <laughs> <laughs> I almost like having it empty. Yeah. But when I have it, have when action. I have something in it, I'm yeah, because like, you don't like when it hangs. Reach it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Got the glizzy right yeah, when you fucking. You know, actually, so yesterday. Um, I always have this, I, I had the same issue every single day. Actually, no, this is part of my morning routine. I, I lose my wallet. <laughs> I do you go on the wallet? I swear to God. I used to be guilty. I know a lot of people that do this. The best remedy for this is have one set spot for everything. So like for, for me, for example, I do. it still gets lost. No, what I was going to say is I do have a designated area for all of my things. I have a drawer in my kitchen. Some people call it a junk drawer, but I actually have... That's your important stuff. I have it very organized. And when uh, I come home from work or I'm having, you know, I want to be disconnected, I put the phone in the drawer and I put my wallet in the drawer and I put my car keys in the drawer. So I I empty out my pockets and I put it in the drawer and then I close it. And then somehow I fucking lose my wallet. And it disperses (laughs) itself somewhere. At the end of the night. But um, no, what I was going to tell you is um, when I went out for my bike ride... Uh, before I went, I was going to go over to the corner store and uh, get a snack or something. I love that you call it the corner store. And I, I couldn't find my wallet. And I'm like, and, and they close at 10. You have that little stomach drop panic. And they close at 10 and it was uh, 9.56. I was like, it's looking over. all over, upstairs, downstairs, in the laundry room. I even opened up like the dryer for some reason, you know, like out of desperation. Just, yeah, just looking oh, anywhere. <laughs> Close it, open it one more time. I'm looking in my car. Looked in the, the cupboards and the shit. Da- the, you know, da- the dashboard, the center console. Looked in this refrigerator. I opened up my trunk, looking at the spare tire. Was I'm it in your sweatshirt pocket? I'm fucking going, empty and open wine bottles and fucking looking inside. Couldn't find my Nothing. wallet. And then 
uh, what I did was actually I just took Courtney's wallet. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, I'm not going to find boys. it. <laughs> Is that when you came out and we saw you like, I got my girl's card? Yeah. Oh, that's funny as so. Yeah. I said, I got my girl's card. And I'm going Ski. to the corner store. <laughs> and I'm also Ski. and also I was riding her bike. <laughs> Damn, you were so uh yeah, I got myself uh some cookies and uh yeah, then Had I saw that you. essential late night ride. Yeah, essential late night ride. It felt pretty good. Honestly, after going on that bike ride with you a couple months ago, like I want a bike so bad. Dude, we should. I just that Actually, was so fun. The last time I went on a bike ride, um, before uh, seeing you the other day, it was on Friday, last Friday, I was on a bike ride and my inner tube popped on my way home. You told me that. And that was the first time that that has ever happened to me. I bet that was kind of and scary. I was, no, it, it wasn't scary. Was it like a pop or just a deflate? It deflated and I was actually listening to music oh. and I was driving to uh, uh, Krungbin. Uh, shout out Krungbin. What's Great, that? Uh, uh, band from Austin, Texas. They're like a jam band, mm. kind of like um, just kind of like instrumental music. Really, they have they have some lyrics, but it's really like just kind of like rock instrumentals. Uh, mm. They're really good. They're super good. You actually probably heard me uh, playing that before probably at my house. Nice. Probably yeah. Good, great dinner music. Just great. Uh, uh, just just a great just a great group. Tom Bancaster from Austin. So uh, yeah. Yeah, see, there you go. So I was listening on my headphones, and I kind of felt um, I didn't I didn't hear the pop, and I, um, you know, if, if for anyone who uh, doesn't know what I'm talking about, uh, the inner tube popped, um, but the tire was still fine. The tire on my bike works as a slip cover, so it just goes over the tube. So it it's goes, a little air tube on the inside of the rubber. Basically, you get a, a very yeah you get a, a tube thin balloon and then almost. you cover it with yeah exactly like a thin balloon and then you cover it in rubber sure yeah and I the would rubber is in the shape guessed. of a wheel yeah and that's why those bikes are so light and um uh the tires are pretty durable i mean they're easy to replace yeah. because it's not like i have to replace or buy a whole thing like the inner tube itself is only like you know five or six dollars yeah so and you get two of them um, but that was the first time that my inner tube had ever popped when I was on a bike ride and I was pretty close to my house. Thankfully, I was like 10 minutes away. Um, and honestly, I was like riding on the rim because I'm like, I'm not going to walk my no, bike. I'm like, that. honestly, I probably should now because it's not good. But I was like, like I didn't want to be the bozo people <laughs> driving by. Like, why is this guy walking his bike? Well, <laughs> I, I didn't think about that, but I was like, honestly kind of late for work as well because i just kind of wanted to go uh, for a little ride uh, yeah so now you're like i'm on a on a i was kind of on a schedule i was like that's yeah, gonna take a another, table. uh you know 15 minutes uh you know if i were to walk my bike i was like you know fuck it so i just it's gotta happen yeah put put the big boy pants on and pedal that bitch home yeah <laughs> so yeah i've been riding courtney's bike super fun uh low rider and uh, i was looking at an electric bike and i honestly just for shits and giggles because advertising will do that to you and I was floored at the price of this bike. And honestly, it's at all other electric bikes. It was like, you're looking at 2700 to 3300 And they're like, our bike is 1600 And I was like, acting like that's a good price. I was like, I could buy a fucking moped for that. A nice moped. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, for an electric bike. But at the same time, I'm like, this bike recharged itself, has a 100-mile range. Really? And it was like 1600 bucks and goes like 28 miles per hour i think so i was like that's that's pretty good did you guys see the new um uh motorcycle or the uh, uh electric bike that honda made no i have not that's oh the... that thing looks why does that look so awesome it's like a briefcase it tucks down into like a briefcase it's, it's uh compactable and it has a handle on it so just that is so awesome where where do i sign up you like it? I do. I'm not even kidding. So to, to describe uh, for everyone at home, it's uh, basically, it looks like a AirPods case. And then the neck of the handlebars come out from the top, but you can collapse it down into... Uh, basically a briefcase. Yeah. Basically, it turns into a briefcase. It even has a little it handle. It literally looks like one of the miniature Pong tables that fold in half. Like yeah. one of the white plastic pong tables yes it absolutely and does that's what yep. it looks like folded yep. in half yep it looks like a collapsible table you are totally right and yeah no i mean that's saying what it looks like maybe it's like three feet by two feet max 
That's crazy. I think everything tucks in. The seat tucks into the that middle. That would be such a the handlebars like, tuck in. I think the wheels stay out. Now you don't gotta lock up your bike anymore. You just pick up that briefcase, bring it into the office, and bring it out when you're done. Yeah, that that's a really cool little bike. I wonder how much that costs. They're probably like five thousand dollars. Ten k, honestly, for the technology. I, I don't That'd know. That'd be crazy. It's small. It's like there can't be a lot of a lot of shit going on in there. Yeah, and then it folds into a briefcase. I mean, honestly, it it is pretty cool. It is cool. Let's check that shit out. Yo, with uh, seven minutes remaining, roughly on the timer, Stephen. What about you? Just uh, wanted to ask you. You know, as my partner in crime, you know, my co-host, as well as my brother, my neighbor. What would you like to see? Maybe not even see, but what are you looking for to either experience? accomplish or just set up and prepare for the next year in the next three months well there's uh one thing that i would love to experience and i'm gonna tell you what it is right now are you ready for it don't say anything. don't don't ruin it scott you ready don't for say it? some gay shit yep this has been the neighbors <laughs> <laughs> i knew it